Hey, this is Matt Penner. I'm Andy Reid. And this is Fumbling Around. Taped in front of a live studio audience in the Feldspar Studios. Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you. Oh, man. We are taping early today. Yeah. Guess what? It's game day. It's game day. It's game day. College football game day. Yeah. It is Saturday morning, bright and early for me and, and Andy. This day is going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah, it is going to shape the college football playoff. You've got two top 10 teams, Notre Dame, Miami, playing tonight. You've got two top 10 teams, Oklahoma, TCU, playing tonight. You've got Michigan State, Ohio State, playing for the Big Ten East Championship. You've got so much craziness. Today is going to be nuts. Woo! 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 Also, Michigan plays Maryland. Yeah. (sighs) Playing Uh, for nothing but pride at this point. True. You know, Alabama plays Mississippi State. Georgia plays Auburn. Holy fucking shit. There's so much great football today. Is this the penultimate week of college football? Damn. No. There's three weeks left? Yeah. This is the, yeah, this is week three. Really wanted to use that word. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, pretty much at this point, it's set that like the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. uh, And then... Uh, this following Saturday is like championship Saturday, Big Ten championship, SEC, big, like all that stuff. Well, Michigan playing Maryland, that should be a win, correct? You, yeah, they're they're on their fifth quarterback of the year. Maryland is. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, he's like a walk on. It's like the program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, this has happened to them, uh, like two or three times in the last couple of years. A couple of years ago, they had to play a linebacker at quarterback because of injuries yeah yeah jeez they had a freshman or they had a piggy uh piggy pigram got an acl tear in the first game of the year and then they brought in their like five-star freshman hot shit newcomer right he played well for a while and then he got hurt and then they're on to this guy and then they were on to max bortenschlager and then that's a real name (laughs) yeah yeah and i matt uh bortenschlager uh got uh, left the game last week, so they're playing like uh, just a student. <laughs> He's not even a student athlete. <laughs> Foreign exchange student, never yeah. seen football so, before. Uh, this should absolutely be a big win. And then, uh, so Michigan playing super well right now. They uh, they had first time ever that they had two running backs get at least 190 yards on the ground. Uh, in one game, they rolled Minnesota. Great look. The offense, the defense is still great. The offense, the running game is is finally looking really good. Passing game is still not great, but uh, so win today, and then last two weeks of the season, you got a top ten game at Wisconsin that is definitely winnable, and then the big one against Ohio State. So they. You know, the middle part of the year didn't go great, but they have a chance to really finish on a really high note. Well, and plus, the record's still going to be good, and they're going to go to a bowl game. But that's yeah. not good enough for you, U of M fans. I am fine with where they are. I let myself, I let myself get talked into them being pretty good. But I like I told I I said my season prediction was like eight and four, and then I let myself get talked higher than that but i knew they were going to struggle i knew how much 
talent they were replacing. Next year's the big one. They have to win. They need a quarterback, though. They found one in Brandon Peters. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, he's he looks good. Next level? He's, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, the offense was going nowhere against Rutgers before he came in. He woke him up. He went 10 of 14. Uh, his first what three year? drives, he's a redshirt freshman. Okay. Yeah. He was their third string coming into the year? Yeah, yeah. And then, so, uh, Wilton Spate will probably be back next year. He's dealing with cracked vertebrae. So, Yikes. Yeah, so... He'll probably be back next year if as long as he heals okay. So then you'll have him and Brandon Peters pushing themselves. And then we have a true freshman, Dylan McCaffrey, Christian's younger brother. Oh, yeah. Who is uh, that? Basketball what? player? Christian McCaffrey? No, no. Stan- the Stanford running back. Okay. I think he's on the Vikings now. I take that back. Yes, I remember him. Yeah. Um, Ed McCaffrey's son. Interesting. Um, and he he'll be he'll be a redshirt freshman is, next year. Is this quarterback Peters that you're talking about? Is he like a Michigan out of the old mold, like six four? Yeah, two hundred and twenty five pounds. Yeah. kind of thing. He's got a yeah. That's yeah. what they got to get back to. Yeah, yeah. That's always he's the, fir- he's the first like Harbaugh recruit quarterback recruit, like first one that Harbaugh brought in. Uh, everybody else is you know they uh, Wilton Spate. Got recruited by the old staff. Um, his uh, Harbaugh's first year, they brought in uh, a transfer. Do you know where everything went wrong for Michigan? What? Back in the day, what started all of it? When they hired Rich Rodriguez. And he ran Mallet out of town. <laughs> that is when everything went wrong. <laughs> I remember that because my dad was... But We talk about is like, why? Like, you have... He, Mallet is still in the NFL. He went... When he left... Yeah. He when he lost a year of eligibility or whatever, yeah. or do you lose a year or do you just have to sit out a year? You have to sit out a year. So, but then he like finished up where uh, I forget, Arkansas, yeah, with and Bobby he was Petrino. really good, yeah, and he is in the NFL, yeah. but he wasn't good enough to run the Rich Rod offense. Well, he he was like, I'm I can't do this offense. Uh, as soon as Rich Rod came, he was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I don't know if he even talked to the Rich Rod staff. I think he was like, I see what they do with Pat White at West Virginia. Rich Rod could have, if he wanted to, could have came in and said, hey, I know that's the offense we run, but we have you, so we're going to play a pro style until you're gone or something. He didn't, and then they sucked. So when they hired Rich Rod, I went back and watched game film for when uh, Rich Rod was offensive coordinator. I know. I am a football dork. Wait, were you writing at the time? Yeah, so I did these (laughs) blog posts about – his Tulane offense and his Clemson offense and how, yeah, he has invented the the spread to run, spread option. But he look at this other stuff that he's done. He's used the spread as a passing offense. He's adapted to talent. It's like, yeah, they can do this. He is now of the mindset that, that that's all he wants to do. Right. So when he came in here, he had like Mallet left, but then he had Stephen Threat and Nick Sheridan at quarterback who are Michigan, like <laughs> Michigan quarterbacks. And he tried to run the spread option with them uh, in year one and they went three and nine. Yeah. He, he just wanted to run that. So I, I don't think he would have adapted to, to Mallet. Mallet also, I... Uh, well, it also made sense for Mallet. Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine that Mallet did, oh, made course. that decision without talking no, to him. Yeah. And Rodriguez was like, yeah, we're playing this. This yeah. is, And it's like, well, I'm a pro-style quarterback. It made no sense for him to stay. He probably... It, 
he was smart to do it. He's still in the NFL. There's a good chance, like, if he runs that offense and they're shitty and he doesn't look good, like, maybe he doesn't yeah. get drafted. Maybe he doesn't get, like, maybe once he gets to the NFL, because he's a backup now. I think he's maybe even third string. But, like, yeah, that's he's leaving and doing well in college means, like, hey, keep this guy as a third stringer. He's not yeah. awful. Like, it's I, a big deal. That is my dream job, by the way. NFL quarterback. Backup NFL quarterback. <laughs> they don't have to do anything. Even if you get league minimum, you're making more money than I can imagine oh, right now. Oh, for sure. Um, my <laughs> worst fear is being starting field goal kicker. Yeah. Because there's like there's just so much pressure on you yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. Or long, like, long snapper. The only way that people, like fans of the team, know your name is if you fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Punter would be great, yeah. I think. There's not a ton of pressure on you. No. Um, but yeah. So speaking but of football. Speaking oh. of Ryan Mallett, I went to a party one time in college and he was there and he's an asshole. Oh. Yeah. That's not, I guess that's not a huge surprise. I saw him, uh, he like walked up to a girl that was sitting on a couch there and he grabbed her beer out of her hand and finished it and threw the empty cup back at her. Interesting. <laughs> well, save it for the gossip bag, Andy. <laughs> Um, hey, just because we already talked about Michigan, yeah, Michigan State plays Ohio State yeah. tonight, and they're way big time underdogs, and it doesn't make any sense. Oh, uh, this is exactly where D'Antonio wants to be. Sure, I am working under the suspicion that every couple of years he purposely tanks a season just to refill like the the uh, we don't get any respect <laughs> bag <laughs> like that like because they had gotten to a point they made the college football playoff they're like everybody in the country's michigan state is the I- idea of a solid college football right. program so then they go three and nine and now and now they can finally say like nobody in the country respects you again. it works <laughs> it fucking works He's been uh, doing it for 12 years. It's also though. true, though. Like, there's this huge underdog against Ohio State. And it's just like they've won some big games this year, and Ohio State just got murdered. murdered. Like, obviously, that Ohio State is, is not like this like juggernaut. You no. don't get murdered by a bad team if you're a juggernaut. That is the most baffling result of the entire. Well, maybe Washington losing to Arizona State was crazy, too. But. Iowa beating somebody, anybody by 31 points yeah, makes no much less, sense. I don't know. They don't score 31 yeah. points. Um, they, they scored 55 points against yeah. Ohio State. So obviously Ohio State is very beatable. I'm hoping Michigan yeah. State wins. I will. I refuse to call JT Barrett JT Barrett anymore. His name is Joe. His his legal birth name is Joe, not Joseph. <laughs> his name is Joe Thomas Barrett. The third. Joe Barrett. Joe, I'm calling That's him Ohio jo- State's quarterback. Right? Yeah, I'm calling him Joe Barrett from now on. Hey, fair he enough. He played like a Joe. He's a <laughs> he Joe. Like a Joe. <laughs> Speaking of football, the Lions yeah. got back to their winning ways last week. Yeah. But they are four They're, and four. It's only the second time in like 30 years that they won in Green Bay. Yeah. So even though Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing, that's still a big deal. Yeah. It and was he- the longest streak. Uh, it was the worst record for a team on the road in 25 yeah. years with uh with at least 25 games yeah. I don't I can't remember what it was like yeah. it was the worst record on the road ever the Lions yeah. visiting Green Bay cuz I think this was their third since 91 or something like that they like, they had uh they won was it last year or 2 years ago that they finally won they had won, they had lost like 24 in a row 
Yeah, I don't think it was last year. I think maybe two years ago. Anyway, like they they finally won won one up there. Yeah. recently. But yeah, now like you know they did it again. Yeah, and it is a big deal. I mean, they yeah. had it was a must win game. That's yeah. the other thing. It was a must win game there in in Green Bay. They were three and four. They're now four and four. Currently out of the playoffs. But I I mean like to me it's the Lions feel like an, a four and four team. They yeah. they it. That's what they feel like. Last year, they <laughs> won a bunch of games where they had to make um, comebacks. Yeah. Which now it's it, those are normalizing, and yeah. they're losing those games. Yeah. Like, yeah. you watch them, and it's just like, I no, like I Stafford. I mean, That's it. The Vikings the Golden are... Golden Tate. Golden Tate's dope. The Vikings have won a lot of games, but I don't see why not... I don't see why this team can't at least make a push to make it interesting in the division. Sure. Like, I think they could... But the division right now, Minnesota's six and two, I know, Detroit's but they four and there's four. There's nothing like super special about the Vikings. I you know. But unless the unless the Vikings have a bad second half, the Lions would have to have a really good second yeah. half too. And well they have two game I mean they, they have two opportunities to beat the Vikings and in, in Oh, know. they haven't played them at all this year? Not yet, right? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Who knows? There's uh, no way of knowing. There's no way. We will <laughs> never know. <laughs> The other thing is, is Green Bay's four and four. Yeah. If if Rodgers doesn't go down, the Lions are not like they're just yeah. out of it. Yeah. Because Green Bay would be Red better. Is uh, not ready. Yeah. <laughs> he probably never will be. <laughs> he has an. There's an interesting story. That's the third string quarterback for Green Bay. Oh. I think. I think their second string was who. I don't remember, but I th- maybe it? I'm incorrect. Anyways, though, that's who's their Green Bay is starting right now, and he. Had a really good college yeah, career, like the UCLA, last year, Mora. and then got drafted in yeah. like the fifth round. He came out a year early, but he also threw a shit ton of interceptions yes. and fumbled a bunch. Yes, so it was like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was really fun to watch at UCLA because, well, Brett Hundley's doing it, or not Brett Hundley, Jim Mora, their UCLA's coach, is doing it again. He has possibly the best quarterback in the country, Josh Rosen. And they're like three and five or something like that. And uh, I don't know what he's doing at UCLA, but they have these great quarterbacks and he just ruins them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, in his last year, they won some games, I think. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. The, the backup quarterback for the Packers now, yeah. Headley, right? Hundley. Hundley. Uh, Hundley. Brett Hundley. Uh, but it was just interesting. And then, like, showing it is like, well, yeah, your manager should have got you to go back another year in college. Yeah. Like it shouldn't have been a huge surprise. You didn't yeah. get drafted. But it's high. also why do you want to do that to yourself? Cause obviously Jim Mora is not a good coach. True. <laughs> and um, he's like, he's ruining quarterbacks. I wouldn't want to play for him for another year. I better to go be in the fifth round than, you know, get a bunch of concussions and never be able to play again. It's true. Uh, I took this note watching the Lions game. Uh, it's early in the third quarter. The Lions are up 14 to three. Yeah. Uh, and they run, they run a flea flicker. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I wrote I these notes because, like, a flea flicker for anybody who does no quarterback hands the ball off to the running back, then he drops back, uh-huh. and the running back pitches in the ball to throw it again. Yeah. And like at first, my first thought was like, "Oh, cool!" And then just he immediately gets sacked for yeah. eight yard loss. I don't know why anybody would ever run that in the NFL. It's, it makes no sense. You don't. I feel like you shouldn't run it anywhere besides the playground. <laughs> Yeah, like lunchtime it can, football. It works in college because uh, people sell out. Uh, like you know, college 
players are not as smart or right. fast as NFL p- people. Yeah. But, oh, I saw it was uh, when Purdue played Rutgers a couple weeks ago. Purdue ran a fake flea flicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's as crazy as it sounds. So the quarterback hands off to the running back, and he starts like running towards the line. He stops, turns around, pretends to pitch it, and then turns back and goes up the middle of the field. It was, and it worked. They got like sixty yards on it. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the flea flicker. It's <laughs> like it was so funny. It's like because it is a play. Like no yeah, joke. Statue like, of Liberty. It's a play that you would run. We would do it all the time like when we're playing yeah. just football as kids and stuff because it's just this fun thing and so when you see it happen like you see Stafford get the ball I honestly thought like oh that's pretty cool and immediately <laughs> just <pretty> sacked cool. <laughs> just immediately oh. and then it's like oh yeah this is the NFL what are you doing <laughs> Wait, what yeah of course that didn't work oh speaking of crazy backyard plays that are nuts. Uh, Iowa successfully ran the swinging gate against Ohio State. Uh, please explain. So have you ever seen – they? it's like youth club football stuff where um, the entire offensive line is is set up near the hash mark and the quarterback and the snapper are over here and it's just you know, meant to be confusing. The defense isn't supposed right. to know what's going on. So they – punt it they set up a punt in this formation so the entire offensive line is over here on this side there's wide receivers off the line of scrimmage and then it's just the long snapper and the punter in the middle of the field so uh the long snapper is the end man on the line of scrimmage and is thus eligible to catch a pass so he so he snaps it and ohio state does not know what's going on and he pretends to punt and then throws it to the long snapper and it worked it was so that cool is awesome yeah 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 you have to look it up it's like the craziest thing i've ever seen and it like it worked that's awesome yeah <laughs> love a good trick play yeah if they were a pass to the long snapper <laughs> oh man um yeah do I have any other? That's all I got about the Lions. Yeah, I, I my prediction. I, I don't know. They're not gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, they don't. They they look fine. Yeah, but they don't look like the, a great yeah, team or I, even a good team. They just look fine. Stafford and Golden Tate have yeah. a really good thing going. Their defense but is the, like they're not. Meh. Then the offense isn't really putting up like fantastic numbers. They cannot run the ball. Yeah, that is that's not a new biggest thing. problem. Yeah, but like they are especially. It's yeah. It's like they have to. They have to run it 15 times a game or yeah. else you – because you just have to. You have to not be so predictable. Yeah. But every time, man, they get nothing out of it. Yeah. Uh, one of their – I think uh, – who's – Abdullah? I think he is uh, leading the league. Husker. I think it's 20% or 25% of the time they showed the stat. He is running for a loss. Like he's leading the <laughs> league in percentage of runs that are for a loss. I saw a great NFL stat that Joe Flacco – has his, has the NFL record for most games with 50 or more passes and in, in which he failed to get at least 300 yards of <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> the the penultimate bad, good quarterback yeah, <laughs> the elite. penultimate like starting quarterback who's had this 15 year career and is just like he's okay yeah he's fine <laughs> won a super bowl he, he did he won a super bowl him and that Eli Manning John, that was the Harbaugh's super bowl John not chips. Yeah. Uh, also, that their defense carried them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, that, 
It's just, that's the funny, like, how do you throw 50 passes and not get 300 yeah. yards? <laughs> Joe Flacco, everybody. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Is that Joe Flacco's music I hear? Flacco. He wore the winged helmet in college. The winged helmet. Oh, Michigan. for the other team? that Delaware. Yes. Uh, Delaware in like the 70s hired a Bo Schembechler assistant. And they uh, they have like royal blue and yellow. Uh, that's their colors. Like, so when this uh, Harbaugh or Shem Beckler assistant went there, he copied everything yeah. that that Shem Beckler <laughs> did, including their uniforms. So they're like, it's slightly off. It's like if you saw, uh, if you saw like a Michigan shirt. Uh, at a Chinese flea market. Right. <laughs> it's a black market shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, let's switch gears. Okay. Let's go to America's favorite segment. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you want to tell America what that is? Is it the Red Wings playoff watch? It is. Yeah. I the confused. Red Wings playoff watch. <laughs> I never know quite which of America's favorite That's segments we're going it's America's. into. That one's America's <laughs> yeah. favorite. Yeah. Um, <coughs> interesting. How are they doing, Matt? Well, I apologize. I thought I had the... Uh, I'm uh, I do have vamping. Vamping. Well, here's vamping. how they're doing, Andy. Yeah. I forget. I think last year or last week they were still... 500? They were uh-huh. 500. Something they were like one that. game under, I think. One game under? Yeah. Well, this year, this year, <laughs> this year, <laughs> this week, they are 8-8-1 eight, eight and one with 17 points. Yeah! It's no, no bueno. <laughs> they are out of a playoff spot right now, but it's not terrible. They have 17 points. Uh, right now, wild card spot is 18 points. Okay. They've played a game more. Yeah. So they're probably, you know, yeah. more like two points back, but... Yeah, they're not. They're right it's there. not terrible. They're right um, there. They probably, they probably are what they are. They, they the, probably are a five hundred team and won't make the playoffs. But hey, they still have the Griffins coach, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. The Griffins are good. I don't think my dad likes this guy. No, I don't think he's a big fan of his. Mr. Pendridge, what are your thoughts? Email fumbling around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think he likes the way he's handled some of the younger guys. Okay. Uh, especially Luke Glendening. Um. No, he's. I think he's gone. Is he? Oh. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he played at Michigan. Anthony Masanhu. Uh, Is that a name? There's a guy who just, like, he had this big contract dispute. Anthony Masanhu. Um, he just came back maybe in the last couple of weeks, and he's super good. And even last year, he was, like, getting some DNPs on every once in a while, and it was driving my dad crazy he's like he this kid is probably your best player and you're trying to what send a message yeah on a shitty team like just play him and i don't know so we'll see i think what's keeping him in right now it seems like jimmy howard's having a good year yeah um he's i think he's like because their offense i looked it up earlier their offense is like in near the bottom third of the league there's like 17th or 18th and goals a game scored, um, but they're almost top 10 in goals against. So, um, or in the middle of the pack, but I don't know. They, they have a lot of good young players. I don't think this year they'll make the playoffs, but who knows? Yeah. They're the Red Wings. They're the Red Wings. I still have a lot of faith in Kenny Holland. People seem to not have faith in Kenny Holland, but my faith does not waver. Not wavering faith. These colors don't bleed. Yeah. Anyways, I, I huh? find it really hard to watch hockey on TV. 
Really? Yeah. Even now, even with all the HD yeah. and big old TV, it's harder. Like it's a, it's the one sport that is completely different viewing experience there. I'll say it is an amazing viewing viewing experience live. Yeah, it's so you fast. Can see, you can see the whole ice, and you can see things develop. Yeah, you can't really see. You can't really see things develop on TV because they don't show everything. Yeah, you only have you know like seven or eight of the players on the on the screen at one time. And I don't think you get a sense of how fast they're moving. Yeah, or how like, big they are. They're flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, that's because I I covered college hockey for a year for uh-huh. a paper, uh, and it is insane to see the college hockey game, and then how much more of the ice. Is occupied by people in NHL. <laughs> like they're so much bigger. It's insane. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, that's the Red Wings. Now what I really want to talk about. Your Detroit Pistons. Swoosh. Number two. Holy cow. In the like East. Eight and three, right? Oh my Nine and three. Nine they won and last three. night. They won they're again. number two in the league, oh brother. Oh my God. What is happening? <laughs> if they played Golden State in the finals right now, they would they win. Had, yo, they'd murder them. Banner. Uh, okay, maybe not that far. Banner. But I'll tell you this they're legit. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, wow. they're not when, a nine and three team. That, when that's and a, how and how, how is this happening? Well, so here, <laughs> let me, I'll walk you back. Nine and three. What is that? A seventy-five percent winning? That's yeah. They're not. They're not that good. Um, yes, they are. I think they're. But they're. What they seem to be is a, like a legit plus five hundred team. Like they'll win forty-five games. I'll be surprised if nobody. If everybody stays healthy, I'll be surprised if they don't win at least forty-five so games. So that's pl- playoffs for sure. Yeah, especially in the East. Yeah. But here's the thing. So two years ago. Uh, not last year, but the season before that is when they made the playoffs for the first time yeah. um, in a long time, and they played Cleveland super tough in four games. They, they got, got swept, swept yeah. but like they were in every game, and they yeah. they they looked really good. And then coming into last season, that was right it was around like, when we started, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they're coming into the next season. It was like, okay, they'll ride this wave. Um, and this is going to be great. Like they've turned a corner. They, they try hard, all yeah. that. And then Reggie Jackson got hurt. Then when he came back, it was a big deal. And they're like last season, just like they sucked. Yeah. And then it was like sad again. But, uh, <laughs> the big off season move, they brought in Avery Bradley. They the traded. The big off season move yeah. was the little Caesars arena. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> um, but they brought in Avery Bradley, who's a guard, who's this uh-huh. uh, three and D guy. He shoots threes very well, and he's like really good defensively. And I think that's been a big factor. They're they're playing hard on defense now. Like they're active. They just look like they're a team again. Like they they're trying. Yeah. And it's just that alone will in the East can win you. Like that'll make you above five hundred. So yeah. I thought I heard some kind of weird. I think somebody in your backyard's doing construction work yeah. on their patio or something in my backyard on their patio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think the Pistons, it's been super awesome. Like I watched the game last night and it's just like, they're, they're a good yeah. team. They yeah, beat Atlanta. Atlanta's a bad team, but oh, I also, I was worried. But they won that game by like 20 some points, right? Uh, no, not last night. To some, no. But like they, but they won beat, it handily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they I was, beat, they went and they beat the, Warriors and the Clippers and the Lakers. Yeah. 
right? They lost the Lakers in oh. that road swing, Fuck. which was weird. But that was... Yeah. Uh, what, we're living in a world where it's surprising the Pistons lose to the Lakers. What's yeah. happening in basketball? Also, <laughs> speaking of the Lakers, Lonzo are, Ball. Yeah, oh, Dude, my God. I feel God. bad for this kid. I could kid. talk about this forever. I feel you know, bad for this kid. I feel bad for his younger brother. His younger brother's in high, in, still in high school. Yeah. And he's supposed to be, like, he's not Lonzo hyped, but he's like a top 50 nationally player if you look at yeah. the recruiting services. His dad took him out of high school. He is now homeschooled so he so the two of them can specifically work on basketball stuff. So he is not in history class or a, like anything. He's being homeschooled basketball by his dad right. who is I don't know if you've ever seen there's like a couple of YouTube clips of him playing basketball. Oh. He's bad at basketball. He the biggest problem with Lonzo, Lonzo is the oldest. Yeah. He's the one who just got drafted second overall. He plays for the Lakers. And he's his shooting percentage right now is 29%, which is unbelievably bad. Yeah. Like, he's shooting 29%, 40% yeah. is not good. 40%, though, for a rookie would be fine. Yeah. That's what you'd expect. Yeah. Um, but 40%, if you're a player like... That's what you're shooting, not from like just from the field, not from three point land. Forty percent is not good. Yeah. He's shooting twenty nine percent, and the biggest thing is you can Google this, on like see like f- like people breaking down his shot. It's completely broken. Yeah, like uh, his dad had him shooting NBA threes when he was like six. Yeah, and yeah. so he had to completely change the way he shoots yeah. to get the ball to the net, and it's just I, I looking at it, it's yeah. like. I don't know that he's ever going to be able to shoot well. Maybe he will, but what he won't be able to do is get a shot up if there's a hand in his face because yeah. it takes too long for him to shoot. Yeah, because like, he shoots it like a six-year-old. Right, and he should basketball. He should probably not be starting. Yeah. He's starting because there's all this hype. It's yeah. the Lakers. It's, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Kobe Bryant didn't start when he was a dad? rookie. Why? Who is his dad, and why is he this? Like, why are people paying attention to him? Like, why aren't? Why isn't? ISS like going after their his son right now who is being homeschooled basketball. You know about it. How his, is he? How is he? He's gonna have to play a year of college. How is he gonna get in anywhere? Right. If he doesn't even have a fucking degree. Do you? Did you see? He could always go to play in Europe too. He's pro- That's probably what's gonna have to happen. Right. He's gonna play like a Canadian basketball or something. And shit, here's the thing: if he has to go play in Europe, they're not gonna put up with his dad shit. No. And he won't play either. They. It's not like yeah. There's these European teams. And then there's the whole big baller brand thing. <laughs> But did you See, do you know they about his their own shoe company? Yeah. Do you know about his middle son though? Right now, he's in. He's the one in high, in basketball in college right now, right? He's in college. Yeah. UCLA. They went on a trip to China and he got caught shoplifting. <laughs> what? No. Which, which could be like in China. Yes. Which could be like years of jail. <laughs> oh my God. No, I didn't yes. hear about that. Leangelo. Yeah. Lot, I think that's his name. They're all L's, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Or, <laughs> Lamelo? No, La- I think Le- Lamelo is the is the high the school youngest. one. Yeah, Laangelo, La- I think is is he's <laughs> the one in L.A. Lonzo, or he's Le- he's playing for UCLA. They went on a trip to play over there, and yeah, him Le- and two Angelo. other guys got caught like or accused or accused of shoplifting don't, at some store. Don't ever break laws in countries that you're not familiar with. No, don't do it. Yeah, don't the do only it. one, Canada. Yeah. Fine. Can- yeah, go go ahead and break <laughs> laws in Canada. They yes. don't care. I don't know if they have laws. Yeah. <laughs> it's honor policy. Leangelo. I wish that Canada just... is the honor policy and it works for them. <laughs> I wish that 
Uh, he just named all of his sons uh, after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle characters with an L, like Leangelo, Lanatello, <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo. Leonardo. Yeah. <laughs> but there's Lafayette. an apostrophe in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I do though for Lonzo, like there's all this pressure. Their shoes are $500. Yeah. Uh, and they look like, um, like store rack shoes you'd get at Marshall's. Yeah. And they, (laughs) I I don't get it. I don't Um, understand what's happening. The thing is what's crazy is Lonzo actually seems well adjusted for having, like luckily he's also not, but yeah, he, he went through everything before his dad became this like pseudo celebrity. He, his dad got attention because of Lonzo. Having a dad. Yeah. I'm sure his dad was like that growing up. And it seems to have not made him a complete insane person, Yeah, which is a good thing. It happened kind of out of the public eye. Like the one, the one that's in high school right now, this is all happening, and his dad's got thousands of Twitter followers. Sure, and sure. And like, has the has the shoe deal and everything, and he's going nuts. I don't even think he'll be eligible to play college basketball because they're all, like, sponsored by Big Baller brand, which is not allowed. Right. Uh, well, yeah. But Lonzo, even though his dad wasn't in the public eye, his dad was insane in raising him. Yeah. And luckily, he's not like a carbon copy yeah. of his dad. He <laughs> yeah. is like a, it seems to be legitimately humble, <laughs> which is good. Know. Yeah. It could be like a Willow and Jaden Smith situation where they're, these kids are just insane because of their parents. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden Smith is the best follow on Twitter because he's an insane person. All right. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was watching the. Cavs play the other day on TNT, which is halftime is the one that's hosted by Charles Barkley and yeah. those guys. Yes. And they got a tweet at halftime from somebody who said, uh, LeBron is carrying the Cavs like Charles carries two Twinkies in his pocket at all times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ernie Johnson goes, what do you got to say to that, Chuck? And he goes, he just goes, well, if your mom could cook, I wouldn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the guy who tweeted that, and it cracked me up so good. It was like such a great comeback. All right, I found some of my favorite Jaden Smith, Smith tweets. Let's hear them. If I had a nickel for every time I've cried in the back of an Uber, I would have another pair of Yeezys. <laughs> Why is he doing so much crying in the back of an know. Uber? That moment when you're wearing a dress with no pants and you swerve way too hard. <laughs> Uh, interesting Shia LaBeouf is life what's a swerve what does that mean I swerve too hard no I don't know uh let's see Shia, La- Shia LaBeouf is life yep let me tell you something I'm gonna go on record right now I find him annoying <laughs> yeah yes yeah did you see uh he he did like an art project where he watched all of what was that what was that Disney show he was on I don't know. The, he he was like the kid, like the kid brother right. on a Disney show, and he watched all of it, and he live streamed himself watching it, and a bunch of people it became like a popular thing on the internet because he was like crying, right. and like watching himself as a young kid. Uh, yeah, he does shit like that. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Uh. Yeah, he also home is any place that has a bed, a TV, and you. He also um, <laughs> thank you, Jaden Smith. He, he just tweeted the word chemtrails. Chemtrails, <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> just finished building my new bed. 
all of your idols are going to start writing their own articles and these uninformed journalists will become obsolete. Oh my God. <laughs> he's, he's a crazy person. The attack on the press from, from Jalen Smith. Get the fuck out of here. You yeah. know what I hate? I hate people like that. I hate, that's one of the things I hate the most about like athletes too, who just like have this such yeah. disdain for it. It's just like, Listen, this is a machine. Uh-huh. This is a machine. It's why your dad, Jalen, Jaden, yeah. no, Jaden, Jaden, that's your dad is worth like half a billion dollars <laughs> yeah. because of a hype machine. Right. Because of all of this. You live in a yeah. bubble it's because not, of this. It's not you asshole. Uh, it's not journalist's fault that your dad is a crazy Scientologist who like <laughs> raised you in the most insane way. Yeah. Like uninformed. I, what are we supposed to do when he wears like a garbage bag as pants? Right. <laughs> like see, the uninformed journalists. Like you're right. What we should have is ju- we shouldn't yeah, have journalists. We're not supposed to say it's crazy when you we wear sh- a garbage yeah. bag as pants. Donald Trump it's should write crazy. his own articles. Yeah. We shouldn't get news from journalists. They shouldn't be there. Yeah. We should just have him writing them and his press yeah. secretary writing our updates. That's why we should get our news. Donald Trump. Fucking. It's asshole. not CNN's fault that you dumped an entire box of fish food in that koi pot no also though it's your fault wait that one was dumb though that was a legit <laughs> bad story because the fake news uh the guy the guy who he was with who is he with the president uh, yes. or the prime minister of japan he did it first it's very true <laughs> oh, oh he did it first all that right story got blown up all right fake news but <laughs> just, I, was, I love that photo. Uh, I like the photo of him pretending to drive a truck. The, oh, That's my favorite. The, the newest one, though. Uh, 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 apropos to Michigan is when he said he just told uh, he was over there and he was like, you, you Asian car companies need to start making cars in U.S. <laughs> oh, you mean like. Like they've been doing like for they do, 30 years? Like the, like the world's biggest Honda plant is in Kentucky, you yeah. fucking asshole. Yeah. Which, what's so annoying is like, you know what? Well, the Asian car companies did come in, set up shop in the South. Yeah. You ain't got to pay people in the South. Yeah. And then they undercut all the union workers. They destroyed the unions. Yeah. You could bring that up. But no, you say you should build cars in America. Build them in America. Which they already are, they you are, dumb yeah. shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right, close up the politics. Yeah. Buddy. Beep, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> in, should we open the gossip bag? Yeah. All right. Open up the, the gossip, gossip bag, gossip bag, bag gossip, gossip bag. Open up the gossip bag. bag. It's, it's so much fun to do. All right. What do you got for us? Five years ago, around this time, we were all enwrapped raptured, enraptured Enraptured. by the beautiful story of Heisman hopeful Monte Teo and his devastating, the devastating loss of his girlfriend, Lene Kakua to cancer. We were all, it was so such an inspiring story around October. He loses his girl, longtime girlfriend to cancer, but he rises up and he is the captain on the best defense in America. And he brings Notre Dame to the promised land, the BCS national championship, but record scratch. Lene Kakua is not a real person. Not a real person. He got catfished as fuck. Catfished. <laughs> he, uh, so wait, we all know this story. You got some new information. 
Uh, I know I know a <laughs> lot about this story. So, uh, like the week of the Heisman campaign, which uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, defense defensive players never win it. The only defensive player to ever win it is Charles Woodson, nineteen ninety seven Michigan Wolverine. Heisman, uh, Heisman. So he uh, he it looks like he might win this thing, because um, the Heisman Trophy is really just a. a, a press like PR thing at this point and he got a ton because his girlfriend died. Yeah. <laughs> so the week of the the week of the ceremony, um Deadspin writes the story, Lene Kakua is not real. Uh and uh it what happened was this guy, Ron Ronaya Tuyasasopo, uh he had he had kind of run in the same circles as Monte Teo. They're, you know, they're both Samoan or whatever. And he, I don't know, I had a crush on, on Monte Teo. I don't really know. He's never talked. I God, I wish that this guy would come out and like just talk about why he did this. Right. But, but uh, so he built this, this woman. And, and then there, there was like, there are other Samoan players that there. So for those of you who don't, don't know, um, Football is pretty big in the Samoan community, and there are certain teams like Utah um, or Hawaii, uh, Oregon State, where that have uh, BYU also for different reasons because they like go over there and try to save people. Yeah. But that's a different story. <laughs> but um, Ziggy Anza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, there's a lot of Samoan players uh, around. The country Michigan has a couple right now, um, so but they're a tight knit community, and there are other Samoan players who who came out and said like, no, I met Lene, I like I've interacted with her, like no, you didn't, because <laughs> it's not real, it's not a real person. Um, so uh, Ronaya made up Lene, his her uh, her sister and her best friend, and they were these. Twitter personalities who like interacted with people and everybody, it was crazy. And it was all this one weird guy in, uh, in, uh, LA. <coughs> and, um, he like, uh, Deadspin found out that when, uh, Notre Dame went and played at USC, like Ronaya actually got to meet Monte Teo and like talk to him with that. And he was, had no idea that he was right. talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> but I, I, so he never, he never, uh, met. He obviously never like went met her face to face. They, he never talked to her on the phone. He never, uh, video chatted her. He only texted her. Uh, like if, if he would call her, he, she would be busy or whatever. And he would have to text. He, they planned a bunch of meetups. Like we'll meet when I'm at this game. You're gonna be around town, and she flaked off all the time. And but then, so the craziest part is, um, <coughs> uh, it it became known that uh like a week or two after Lene died. So so Renaya realized that it it got yeah. too. And this intense. was all like. They, it was on national season. television. This, like, yes. So they, yeah. Like, so like Tom Brazil, national news story that this woman who's fake is dead. It's dead. And like Tom Rinaldi, who's the ESPN reporter that just does stuff to try to make people cry. You know, that guy, 
Yeah, I know the name for sure. Yeah, so he's got he does like all the like, the emotional feelings yeah. pieces on ESPN, but he did this um, unbelievable thing about the pressures of Monte Tyre or whatever. But so the crazy part is like a week or two after she died and all this stuff happened, he Monte Teo found out that it was not real. Uh, because like Ronaya killed off Lene because right. it was becoming too much yeah. of a national thing, and then he, so Monte Teo finds out it's not real. He, he got catfished, and he kept playing along with it because he was like, "What do I do? I like if somebody asked me about my dead girlfriend, do I be like, oh, no, I got catfished?' Like, right. don't. so he kept answering questions but, about it, and you would watch him on national TV, and he's like, "Yeah, it's really sad." Um, I just have to pretend to, all right, you know, I have to take it day by day. And he's fucking lying right. through his teeth. Also, because he like, knows that she's fake. The guy who's catfishing him, if he, like, cared at all, like, if he wasn't doing this just to be a dick, it's just like, just break up with him. Just, just say, break, yeah. we're done. Just and come, never. Just come and say, hey, my name's Ronaya. I'm Lene. I, I love you, Monte Tail. I love I don't you. Know, yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> That'll get you a punch in the face. Like, you've been. You've been. Faking me out. <laughs> I don't, but he, I just want him to come out and say like, this is what I, why I did this because he cat, he, he catfished. Like it's the, who went on Dr. Phil? Was, I don't know. Is that, did it happen a long time ago? Somebody went on Dr. Phil. I think, I think it was Monte Teo. I don't think Ronaya has ever talked. Maybe he has, but what got me thinking about this story this week was, um, there's a, there's a baseball writer in Chicago that writes for a couple blogs and, you know, baseball prospectus. Yeah. So he, he was this, uh, his name was Ryan Schultz and he, uh, he was a small town baseball writer. He did like analytics writing this week. It fucking turns out that it was a 21 year old female who had been running this Twitter for eight years. She started it when she was 13 <laughs> and pretending to be like a uh, an aspiring baseball writer, right? <laughs> and she gained this following around Chicago. She was like a a, ba- a baseball personality on Twitter, and her real name's Becca Schultz. She just she used her real last name, and she <laughs> she became she made it happen. She talked, she talked to, to Deadspin this week and she, she said like, I, I wanted to be a baseball writer and I didn't think that I could be as a 13 year old girl, which yeah, right. you can't. Yeah. <laughs> 13 year old Or a 13 year old boy. <laughs> or th- like you're 13. <laughs> yeah. You can't be a baseball writer. So she, she made up a man and, uh, it, t- it still took years cause she, she only started writing for blogs a couple years ago. But she gained a following. She she couldn't get out of it. She couldn't be like, hey, actually, I'm Becca. Right. <laughs> but then the weird part is she also used this Ryan Schultz personality to catfish people. Oh, God. And that's what broke the story was that these women were – she she had this whole story. I'm, I'm Ryan Schultz. I'm married to a woman. I have two kids. and But then she would like direct message women at like – at three in the morning and be like, if you don't send me nudes, I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 There was all these women. Like he, I felt like he was going to kill himself if I didn't send him a picture of my boobs. That is psychotic. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? <laughs> 
Yeah. Is it ruined her career? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Schultz is not a writer anymore. My God. <laughs> it's yeah. Rebecca Schultz. No. Rebecca, Rebecca Schultz. Yeah. That is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. It is a crazy. Uh, I highly uh, encourage everybody to go search that story on Deadspin because it is crazy. There's he, they talked to like four or five different women that he's that he, she he did this to and they're all like they're like crazy stories like because why why there was one quote from uh like the boyfriend of one of these girls like because the ryan schultz was married with kids and you know he would like get drunk and uh tweet nasty things to women and this boyfriend of a, a girl that happened to is like if you're gonna make up a person why make it a shitty person yeah <laughs> I don't understand that at all. No, no, I don't get it. Um, interesting. Yeah, but that—that's what got me thinking about Monte Teo. Let's pour one out for Lene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we close up the cl- yeah, mailbag? Yeah, so. Uh, closing up the mailbag. Gossip bag. Gossip bag. Closing up the gossip bag. It's so much fun to do. Hey, we got an email. We did. Should I just read it? Yeah. Let me read it. Guys, this is a landmark. This is Fumbling Around's first email. Uh, and, uh, for, uh, anybody who didn't catch it last time, our email is Fumbling Around Mailbag at gmail.com. Yeah. That's Fumbling with no G. Around mailbag, fumbling around mailbag at gmail.com. Yeah, It'll most, also be in the description of this episode yeah. on iTunes or whatever you listen to. Obviously, on. the easiest email to remember. For sure. No other dude. For sure. <laughs> We've tried to make it easy for you guys. Um, but hey, <coughs> so this goes Hey guys, good job. Oh, Andy, thanks. Yeah. Andy's Ooh. anecdote about Josh Groban at the Rich Rod Banquet was great content. <laughs> make your next sports movie, Digstown. It's really fucking good. Thanks. Digstown? Alex Bergman's. Alex Bergman's. P.S. I hope you guys take Gilberto down a peg. Ooh. Remember that? Yeah. Hey, I'm hey. Danny Gilberto. Hey, Gilberto. Digstown. I've heard of Digstown. I have not heard of Digstown. It's, uh... Is it like Hoosiers? No, it's got James Wood and Louis Gossett. Ooh. He's a boxer. Okay. The hustle. The muscle. Digstown. Oh, the scam. But we're That's, not announcing it this week. We do think we already know what our next movie is going to yes, be. We're guys, not going to announce it, though. Guys, really exciting. Yeah. Maybe we'll announce it next week. Because sure. next week we'll finish up the last part of the program, and which... You are so excited to finish. Yes. <laughs> uh, but thanks, Alex. Yeah. Alex is a fellow improviser. Thank you. I really Maybe. appreciate it. I think we did try to get him to come on yes, today. We, we tried to get was, about 40,000 people. A, this is our conversation, our drunken conversation at the Go Awards with Alex yeah. Bergman. Oh, you emailed us? That's awesome. Dude, we're looking for a guest. Uh, what are you doing? No, no, yeah. What are you doing Saturday? At oh, 10. nothing. I'm good. Do you want to be a guest? No, actually. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> so fuck you, Alex fuck Bergman. You. No, but thank you for being a fan of my uh, great content. Yeah. <laughs> also, either for Houston or one of the teams, the Dodgers of Houston, there was an Alex Bregman. Uh-huh. And every time I saw it, I'd be like, oh, oh. Alex Bregman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of you, Alex. I'm thinking of you, Alex. Oh, thank you, Thank Alex. you for emailing us. All right. Now. 
on to America's 40th favorite segment. Yes. Andy and I, we've been watching the movie, the program, the, program. the football, the one about college football, because there's like 48 movies called Program, yeah. and everybody's like, you're just talking about this one? Yeah. No, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about the one with Omar Epps. Omar Epps. Is Joe Kane Hopper from Stranger Things? Ooh, no, but is it the- grown up? Yes. Is it? It's, it's Joe Kane. You mean is Joe Is it the Kane? same actor? No. They have the same hairline and the same like. Yeah, they don't look delivery. that much alike. Do they not? I was thinking maybe not. Um, but so we've been watching it. We watched the. We're down to this there's was our thirty minutes left. We watched the last. <gasps> it is <laughs> yeah viewing of the program. We watch this movie fifteen minutes at a time, then we talk about it. Yeah, uh, shit's really popping off yes. now. When we, we last left in. it. Uh, Joe Kane had gone into rehab. Mm-hmm. He's the Heisman uh, candidate. Because he threw quarterback. a guy into a trophy case. Who deserved it. Yeah, he totally deserved it. Um, we find out that he wasn't allowed to do anything in rehab besides play ping, ping pong. <laughs> which just is so you a, dumb. You get some throws in, in there, buddy? No, they didn't have anything but ping pong. Right. Like, he's a Heisman. <laughs> give him a fucking football. What does that matter? Yeah, it's yeah. not punishment. It's rehab. Like, yeah. it's not jail. Like, he could probably have thrown a football if he went to jail for four weeks. <laughs> yeah. So the well, whole he idea... He hidden a flask in it. Yeah, it's in true. In the football. <laughs> uh, so uh, in this segment that we watched, we start off and Darnell, the running back, is in the library studying and Halle Berry comes up and she's like, I told my dad about you. He's like, what'd you say? I said we'd gone out a couple times. We'd gone out a couple times. And that I can't. She says something weird. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But then they like hug. Yeah, and so that and he like weirdly touches her hair. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like he's gonna go in for a kiss. Then and he, then just, he touches just like her caresses hair, her hair, and then they hug. Yeah. Which <laughs> uh, w- let's remember that their on-screen kiss earlier in this movie is the most disgusting yeah. kiss I've ever seen in it's any like movie. It's like two Muppets making it's, out. Yeah, it lo- it's honestly like they're trying to eat each other's yeah. tongues. Like if you're... Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, and then it cuts to the boys picking up Joe Kane yeah. from rehab. Finally, finally, 10 picking minutes after he went in, up. he's out yeah. of rehab. The whole thing, we like... We skipped a month of football. You know what? Also, this is what... This is my... What I cannot stand about this movie is there's so many <laughs> plot lines going on. Like, pick one of them. If we if it's the Joe Kane yeah. story, pick one. And then, like, let's see some character growth in rehab. But it's about the team. But we see nothing. This character, <laughs> know, Joe Kane, has gone through rehab. We've seen him not grow, not change, yeah. nothing. None of these characters oh, are evolving. He's grown. He's changed. Oh, has he? We'll talk about it. Oh, Pretty really? soon. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, they pick him up. Boom. And then they cut to... The coaches watching oh, practice from a one, blimp. One thing. So the the team picks a couple of the teams pick him up. Uh, Latimer literally picks up a photographer and moves him out yes. of the way. <laughs> and then they get into uh, one of the guys' pickup trucks, and he and uh, Latimer and a couple guys get into the bed. And he goes, watch your boots on the bed, on yeah. the pickup bed. <laughs> like, what do you, what does that mean? Like, like, my boots are not going to ruin the bed of yeah, your pickup truck. It's a truck. bed of a pickup truck. <laughs> it's also, it's Kubiak from a movie where he played Kubiak, if yeah. that means anything to anybody. Yeah. Or a TV show. 
He's um, a big fan of wearing t-shirts with suspenders. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Parker can't lose. I think yeah. he's in that. He's Kubiak. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, but yeah, they cut to the coaches are watching mm-hmm. practice from literally like a blimp. No, they look they're so... In the, they're in an, uh, this is a very common thing. Indoor practice facilities around the country. The They have like a viewing deck. Yeah. That's where they are. Still. <laughs> Anyways, I've been I've been in the viewing deck of Michigan's indoor football facility. Still no big fucking deal. We cut in though, and we're trying to um, we rewound this three times to try to hear because you cut in and the coach says something along the lines of uh, up the ass. Up the ass. <laughs> Let's run some deeper, Dave. <laughs> I could not figure out oh. what he was saying. Dive, maybe up. Let's the- run. Let's run some deeper. Comma, Dave. Dave? <laughs> let's run some deeper, coach. But that doesn't. What? Let's run some deeper. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Up, well, up the, the ass. <laughs> let's run some deeper, Dave. Up the ass. <laughs> up the ass. Let's run some deeper, Dave. I could not. Could not figure out what he says. Right. And then, so then they cut back. Then they cut over to Joe Kane during practice, can't, and he's lost he his touch. Has the yips? He can't throw. He got them yips, which makes no god. Sometimes damn you just sense. get the yips from so, what. From lack of confidence. But I don't think they're trying to show he has lost. Joel Stave from Wisconsin got the yips. But it's not the yips. They're trying to show like, oh man, he was in rehab for four weeks. And now he's rusty. It's like four weeks. Quarterbacks get injured and four weeks later come back and they're fine. Like, yeah. Four weeks is not long <laughs> enough. Like none of this makes any sense. But he went to rehab. Right. He lost his groove and he's not drunk, which uh, up but he was never point. drunk during a game. <laughs> Do we know that for sure? Yes. I think that this movie is saying that he was awesome because he was drunk. <laughs> well, I think this movie's a pile. <laughs> I love this movie. Uh, but so then Joe Kane goes back home. He yeah. walks up to his so house. Growth. Here we go. He mm. first thing he does when he gets back on campus is he goes and he chases down his girlfriend and he says, "I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I can't." I so when he went to rehab, he she was not allowed to see him. He said, right. "I don't want to see her." And wouldn't take her calls. Wouldn't take her calls. And he he was like, "I didn't want to. No, I couldn't see you because I was embarrassed. Yeah. I don't want to be this anymore. Yep. I want to be a good man." And then she walks away. Yeah. Cut to, she's working out in the biggest uh, uh, windbreaker I've ever seen. Yeah. And the smallest sports yes. bra I've ever seen with jacket open. <laughs> yeah. Um, cut to he's walking up to his dad's house. Also, walking up to his dad's house. Then they cut to his dad on the porch. And he's then passed Joe out. Kane, he's passed out on a couch on the porch with a cigarette. Right, in his but mouth. Joe Kane comes through the front door from out of the house. Yeah, I don't like, know. Was that the back porch? I don't and they, understand. They found a house next to like an old factory. Like yeah. they were like, "What's the shittiest place we yes. can find to film this scene?" Uh, and then, <laughs> and but so he's like. The dad's like, I heard you. Passed out with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wakes up. And then he says to this dad says, uh, up the ass. No, (laughs) up the ass. We need some deeper. (laughs) That's what rehab will do. Make you think about things you can't change. Yeah. Like what? His dad is his dad thinks he's less of a man because he went to rehab. I guess. (laughs) I don't think so. Here's what doesn't make any sense to me is like. Well, so they established that his dad's just has never seen a game. A piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. For but like, like I don't know. But he's not that big of a piece of shit. Because in this scene, by the end of it, you see that his dad has this like empathy in like his dad. 
His so his dad says something of like so he's never gone to see a game. His dad says something to the effect of, um, "Well, what are you going to tell your college friends about your old drunk piece of shit dad?" Yeah. Uh, so he's like, he's not going because he's embarrassed. He doesn't want Joe to be embarrassed of his like piece of shit dad. Maybe, but like, I, I don't know. Yeah. They, I, they, but then he says that, and Joe Kane's like, "Here's a plane ticket <laughs> and a game ticket." Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a plane <laughs> he, ticket? He flew home in the middle of the week. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was, uh, that they, they part of it made makes a, zero like, that He was the hometown sense. boy because he walked up to the house. Right. I don't know why they put him in a cab ticket. then. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Like what? He flew there and does he live <laughs> close to the airport? Here's money for a cab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. But he's like, dad, if you don't come to this game, I'm never you to come again yeah and also meaning he's gonna not, his dad's not gonna be in his life anymore. right and also he says i don't know if i don't know how much i'm gonna play i don't know if i'm gonna play at all what is this and it turns out as we see it's the last game Collins of the season starting yeah this is insane okay it is insane it is like the third string quarterback that they had to get back yeah and they've shown us is not playing well no he sucks no and so you have this heisman and he's not going to start it's such he's got bullshit matt but it's all this fake drama this is not he doesn't have the yips he's got the yips oh i hate this movie i love that so uh so last game of the season yeah oh and we also saw that darnell and the other running back were Rob. sat down by coach. Yeah. And coach was like, you're both going to play. You're the fullback, Rob. Rob. And Darnell, you're the starting, starting tailback. tailback. Which also, there quit are, calling it tailback. There that was are very annoying. very few more demeaning position changes than running back to fullback. That is so... That is... As a football player, I, like, that... you. You, you can't come back from right. that. Also, they You're, wouldn't have sat him down in the same meeting and told him this. <laughs> no. There's no way. <laughs> no. It's not how it would happen. No. Uh, but we all know Darnell's the guy. Look at Obviously, his running style. He's, he's Omar well. Epps. Yeah. He's Omar Epps. Um, so that happens. Then now we're at the game. Well, we they're in the locker room before the game getting ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we also didn't mention this. We see... Uh, Latimer's, we see Latimer's drug dealer injecting his bladder with clean urine. Taking the old (laughs) urine out, I guess. Oh my God. He's like, uh, and Latimer's like, what's this supposed to do? He's like, you're taking out your drug urine and putting in clean urine. He says, that is an oil change. (laughs) An oil change. He calls it an oil change. Yeah. And they found like the seat, the seedy looking guy to be his drug dealer. Uh, and then he, he drops clean for his oh, coach. Yeah. So his coach, like, watches him pee now. From behind. From behind. Um, but then, so everybody's getting ready. We see him drop and everything, and then everybody's getting ready. Locker room panning around. It, it pans right into Latimer's face, and he's putting up on makeup to make himself look like the Undertaker yeah. from WWF. It's like the skeleton. It's an insane get up. This is my favorite shot in the whole movie. His eyes are like wide and crazy. Yeah. He's completely roided out, and he's made himself look like the Undertaker. Wait, the Undertaker? He doesn't wear makeup. He wears like white shit, right? No. Well, he, he looks like a skeleton. Yeah. And then they like they're in the the locker room before, and nobody is 
saying anything. Nobody's nobody's like, oh, Latimer, that's yeah. crazy. That's a crazy thing you did. You know who he looks like? Papa Shango. Do you remember Papa Shango? Uh-uh. Papa Shango was like, uh, he was a black dude that would wear like white paint to, mm. to look like Latimer, to kind of be a skeleton. Yeah. And his gimmick was that he was like a, sh- like a medicine man. Yeah. And he would like A do- witch doctor. This is what's great about this. Very sports related. Yeah. He was like a witch doctor that would like try to do these spells. And so when we would play football as kids, and this was very universal, like it wasn't just my group of friends because I would see it other, like you put the ball down in the huddle, right? Uh-huh. And you would say, no Papa Shango's on the ball. Because if you didn't say that, the other team, the defense, if you were huddling, would just rip up grass and start yeah. piling it on the ball. We didn't call and it Papa Shango. No Papa Shango's. We didn't call it Papa Shango, but we did that too. Because Papa Shango you, yeah. wrestling would do, like, if somebody was, like, unconscious in the ring, yeah. he would, like, put something on them to put a spell on them. So that was no Papa Shango's. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what we called it, but it definitely wasn't that. It was such a great, which is also such a great thing about playing football, like, as a kid. Like, yeah. that idea, like... Like, you put the ball down. And like, who put, put grass on this <laughs> ball? I'm going to put grass on it unless you say I can't. Yeah, and then yeah. you can't. God damn it. Who put grass on this ball? <laughs> no Papa Shango's. Um, but God, so the that. coach yeah. is like hyping him up before the game. And he's like, this is the last game. We got a ball out. Let's go. Let's go. The bell is tolling, folks. Yes. And then you see uh, everybody's standing there. You see crazy Latimer with his crazy face put. Yeah. And he goes, Whoa! Dig motherfucking dog. Love it. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah, because he's on steroids. Yeah, he's on steroids. Like, (laughs) of course he's on. Look at him. Yeah. Dig motherfucking dog. Uh, It's very strange. Then, so now we're at the game. Yeah. Georgia Tech. Collins is starting the quarterback, not Joe Kane. What conference are they in? They've played Michigan, Iowa, Mississippi State, and Georgia Tech. In North Carolina? What the fuck? It's because who wrote the, whoever wrote this movie did, never watched a college football game. <laughs> yeah? Um, yeah. The, I, as you pointed out, the way this movie frames every play is that every play is, is significant. It's is not like, like they... Yeah, a ga- every play is a game-changing yeah. play. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Joe Kane is not starting. You don't just see like a six-yard run. No. But it's... I, I cannot tell you how frustrated I am. Frustrated I am that yeah. Joe Kane is not starting this game. It's Put so stupid. In. It's so stupid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we see that uh, Darnell, the running back, he gets a handoff to him. A He's pitch. running the ball. Yeah. And Rob is fullback. He's leading blocker on the yeah. play. He intentionally misses a block, mm-hmm. and then Darnell gets hit hard and, and fumbles. fumbles. Yeah. And the. Rob like gives him a little smirk yeah. back, like, <laughs> yeah, eat that, eat that, bitch. Which is, I'll tell you what. Here's another thing. If the coach, the coach knew he did that on purpose, that that dude Get would out be of benched. There. Yeah, that dude would be benched a hundred percent. Especially he already demoted him. You don't need him. He'd be benched yeah. without a doubt. He doesn't get For benched. Sure. No, no, doesn't get benched. Um, so, and then Collins, the quarterback throws an interception, a pick six even. Oh, also they're cutting to, uh, what's his name? Elvin Mack. Yes. Elvin Mack, the guy who broke his foot in the last episode, uh-huh. star defensive player. They cut to him. He's at his parents' house. It uh-huh. seems like, cause there's he all looks these like pictures. An old cottage. Yeah, yeah. There's all these pictures of him <laughs> as a child yeah. and trophies. So he's now back at his parents' house for some reason, listening to the game on the radio. Yeah. 
There's um, a TV in the room. Yeah. I was thinking about this. So this came out in 93. Uh-huh. It is maybe it is maybe believable that they're all listening to the radio because right around here is when uh when the NCAA the college colleges like band together and sued the NCAA for TV rights cuz up until right about this time the NCAA owned all the TV rights to all the schools. They made all the money. Anything that was on TV was was owned by the NCAA. It, but, so but it was on the, TV. Well, n- no. So there was like one or two games a week that was on TV. That's it. Like before this, yes. No. Yes. I watched as a child growing up. I local, watched it. I could see any Michigan or Michigan State game. Uh, lo- Local thing. Like they would be on like Fox Local or whatever. Sure. And then there was like one or two national games a week. And that's it. And then right around this time is when uh, conferences won uh, TV rights. And that's when it exploded. Sure. That's when ESPN. But Elvin Mack is still in school, so I have to yeah. assume he's somewhere local. Yeah. And they show Joe Kane's girlfriend. She's also in school, listening like, to the radio. Why isn't she at the game? Right. Yeah. I, like, I just don't even understand the choice. Yeah. Like, they're listening on the radio, whatever. It's not. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I, lo- I just love the fact that they framed the Elvin Mack shot of him listening to the radio with the TV in the yes. back. Like you could see Turned the TV. off. Turned off. Um, he's, he's got his, like, his, uh, he's, like, touching his chin, like, in a thoughtful pose. Yeah. Like, hmm. Um, really intently. How do I, how do I look like I'm really interested in what's on the radio? Yeah. Hmm. Also, it seemed like he was sitting straight up. It's like, dude's got a broken leg. Yeah. That thing should be up. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then we see that it's halftime now. Uh, They're losing. Rob and at least ten nothing. Get into a fight. Yeah, like punching each other yeah. in the locker room. Uh, coach splits them up. That's when Coach tells Rob, "Don't you ever miss a block again." Yeah, like because he knew he did Don't it on you purpose. Ever let me see you. And if he did, yeah, he'd be out. Rob threw water in Darnell's face. Oh yeah, that's rude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know. Uh yeah, so then <coughs> coach coach tips, tips over an entire uh, table of of neatly uh, placed right. Gatorade cups. Yep, and then then goes into his office, but the last thing he says is Collins. Yeah, well he he says Joe, you're starting the second oh, half. Oh yeah, and then he goes into his office, but then he goes Collins, and Collins is like, yeah, coach. He's like, clean that shit up, <laughs> get a mop and clean that up. As if everybody remembers, Collins is the one who uh, got his daughter. Yeah, yeah. got her to cheat on an exam. Got yeah. her basically got her kicked out of school. Clean that. And it, um, I was like, you kidding me, coach? But also, yeah, so. So we're living in a world where uh, the halftime is the coach flipping over Gatorade and then going in his office to stew alone. Yeah. That is not what halftime is like at all. You no. sp- split up into position groups and you they're like, this is what they're doing. This is how we can stop it. Halftime is so busy. Kubiak, the guy with the pickup truck, also uh, once Joe is named the starter, he goes, the masked man is back. Hi-ho fucking silver. <laughs> Which is I know fucking silver. Just throwing fucking into expressions. <laughs> yeah. That's I I uh, fucking silver. Um, Buff fucking zinga. But yeah, so that's <laughs> that's what we know. Uh, the second half starts. Uh, I think Joe Kane. Oh, one other thing is that uh, uh, the coach. So Joe Kane comes in. Actually, we see a bit of the second half, and Joe, it's not going well for so Joe Kane. So his first. His first drive back is fumbled snap, 
a terrible swing pass that goes into the dirt sack. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he comes back. Yes. And so um, <laughs> and the, the offensive coach coordinator is him. like, Coach, we got to take him out of there. He's got – he doesn't say yips, but he's like, he's got the yips. And he's like, no, he'll get it back. Yeah. And so – Oh, also, he, he pans over – Empty seat, no dad so oh, yeah, far. No, no dad. dad so far. Uh, the coach does give a touching speech. This was actually a good part. Yes, like, it was actually a good speech. This movie him... starts to get really great. The, like the whole the last fifteen minutes. The, the whole <laughs> this whole part, like like after yes yes, this is great no. filming. But this he gives him great... a touching speech, like hey. Don't worry. It's not about rehab. It's not about your dad. This is your family yeah. now. We need you. They need you. Blah blah blah. Which was fine. It was and, a good speech. And I don't know if you watched directly Joe to Kane's, Joe Kane. Joe Kane's face, but it's great. Like when that starts, like you can see that he's not ready. Yeah. And then by the end of that speech, he's like, "Let's go get it." I love it. It's a great speech. Yeah, love it. And so that's where we left off. Next week, we'll be watching the last fifteen minutes yeah. of oh, this movie. We, we did see him complete like two passes on this drive oh, afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Hi ho, fucking silver. Hi ho, fucking silver. Um, yeah, it's time to put your children and children and women to bed and let the man hunt. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, um, Andy, we are well over an hour. Ooh. Uh, so I'm gonna go watch some football. Nice. Next week we'll be back at it. Yeah, we'll watch the last 15 minutes. We'll announce the next movie we're gonna watch. Mm-hmm. Remember, fumbling around at g, fumbling around mailbag at <laughs> gmail.com. Maybe I should get a different mail address. Whoever has fumbling around at gmail.com, we wanna know. We wanna know. Email that person and say Matt and Andy need this email this address. This is ours. This is ours. You will give this to us. You don't have a podcast named that. What no. if his name is fumbling around? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. We need to have him we on. We need to have that man on. Um, yeah, I've been Matt Penridge. I've been Andy Reid. And this has been Fumbling, fumbling Around. around.